want to preface this episode with that I had recorded this before the COVID-19 crisis. There is one thing in this episode that maybe some of you can't do right now, where your state has a stay-at-home order like mine does. It's still in effect. And you may be really impacted by this crisis. Maybe you lost your job now or your business is failing or struggling. It's just kind of a shock for everyone. And I want to say how sorry I am if you are in this place. No one would have predicted this. It's so unusual right now. While you're going through this hard time, I want to encourage you, don't waste your quarantine. Use this as a time to increase your craft to reach out to people. And like I do say in this episode, which I created to help women take some of the first steps, what do you do? How do you even begin? Which is what this episode is about. In this episode, I sometimes hesitate after I say something or I stop for a second. That's because when you hear a new thought, a brand new idea, something you've never heard before, It's good to have a pause because what's happening in your brain, which is a physical organ, is it is creating what we call a neuropathway, a brand new neuropathway. When something goes into a brand new neuropathway, it's good to rethink it because that gives the pathway, it makes it bigger and something that you can recall easier. We think of our brains as something that, well, we're just, we just think from it. We feel this just mental, emotional. But no, it's, a, it's an organ, and it's important to know how that organ works because that organ can help you be successful in where you're going or kind of, kind of sink you. I wanted to share that before you begin to listen to the rest of this episode with the COVID crisis in mind and how it can help you even at this point in time. My friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship, like divorce or lost their job or went bankrupt, or maybe sadly their husband passed away. You will love these real-life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. I wanted to do this episode because sometimes just thinking of starting over again is wearisome. Because what do you do? Where do you go? You did not plan on being in this position with this financial hardship. I think it's good to start out with what I call taking inventory. First, how did you get here? Was it something maybe you could avoid? Maybe you stayed in a job longer than you should have. (laughs) You, You knew the company was failing. It was just too uncomfortable to make the change. 
if you ended up in divorce, which is different, some of that can be out of your control, again, to take inventory so that you can feel like you have a better future because you're not going to make some of the same decisions you made, choices, mistakes, and then take a a different kind of inventory. Now in this inventory, what are your skills? What do you enjoy? What do your friends say about you and your family? That's uplifting. That's encouraging. Every single person in this world is born with good things in them as far as personality. Every personality is a great personality. There's strengths to the personalities and then there's weaknesses. And know your strengths and know your weaknesses with your own personality. Sometimes as women, we tend to be hard on ourselves and know more of the weaknesses than we do our strengths. It's very important in this inventory that you write down what are your skills, what are your likes, and what do you enjoy, what have you done successfully. Every night before I go to bed, I take inventory of my successes for the day. Even even like, I drank a lot of water today, that's good, or I did this or that, or I I stopped that or cut myself off from thinking this. We have to celebrate the wins in our lives. That's why inventory is important. Write it down. Another very important thing to do when you're just starting over is to get a mentor. When we think of mentors, we think of somebody face-to-face that we know. And hopefully you do have those people in your life. As women, I tend to prefer a female mentor. Sometimes they may not be available. I might not know a woman that's doing what I want to do. Talking to a guy is fine too. There's also mentors that we have more available to us today because of social media, like YouTube. I have a mentor, Sharon Lecter. She lives here in Arizona. I see her now and then at some different activities we're both involved in, but I watch her a lot on social media and I listen to her. There are people like that. Pick your, pick your mentors. The in-person mentors, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody, hey, will you mentor me? And yes, there are some mentors. You do have to pay them. If you can afford it, fine. If not, believe me, there's plenty of ways to to get mentored. You can get mentored in group settings besides just one-on-one. Ask that person to coffee or take them to lunch. If you don't have the means, have them over for a lunch. Have a soup and salad. (laughs) Sometimes we think we've got to go out. No, you can have them over or you can treat them to coffee or meet in a park. People are, don't expect from you who are, who are true mentors are willing to pass along what they know and, and who they are. There's a lot of people that want to mentor that do it naturally, are happy to give advice. I consider books kind of a, a mentor. There's different 
programs, things you can listen to, things you can read and see in person. There's a lot of ways when it comes to mentoring. Make sure you have mentoring in your life. Another very important activity is to be out with people. We also call it networking, but networking can mean different things to different people. You have to be out with people. There's a lot of ways to be out with people. Get a pencil and paper and make your list of your community. I did that after I was termed out of the vice mayor in my city and I had a lot more time on my hands. And I thought, okay, this is really different. I felt that I did not have as much community now as I thought I did. I sat down, took a pencil and paper, thought, okay, what are the people groups that I'm, I'm in? I started writing them down. I actually ended up with 14 different groups, different situations where I was out with people consistently. Like I sing in a corral. That was one of the examples. I'm in a women's meetup group. I'm in a book club. There's, and you can expand your networking group, which is, this is the time to expand your networking and the people that you know. Even making phone calls. It can be in person, but also calling people. Hey, you know, I'm making this change in my life. And I wonder, who do you know that might be willing to have a chat with me over the phone or over coffee? If you're looking for a mentor that you don't personally know, there's somebody that knows someone that you need to connect with. And people are happy to help. Just remember that. People are happy to help. I know you have helped people in your life. There's also other ways of networking that are actually official networking events. <laughs> There's usually some kind of business work networking events. If you go online and you can check that out. With the networking, just tell people what you're looking for. And people are happy to, to share. Well, maybe check with this person. And when you talk to them, don't say, do you know anybody that da-da-da? No, you don't want to say, do you know anybody? You want to say, who do you know? Because the other way, do you know anybody that does da-da-da that I can connect with? People tend to just say, oh, yes or no. But when you put the question this way, who do you know that la-di-da? <laughs> then they have to think of somebody. I think, oh, I, I'm not sure. Well, how about any coworkers? And you wait, wait till they answer. Or your neighbors, or how about your uh, business group, your business club, your, your tennis club, your church, <laughs> like that. It's also a great way to get business is to say, who do you know that needs my health expertise? If you're starting a business, that's what I do and have done with my real estate business. Oftentimes, after you just meet with someone, a client, you can say to them, ask them, who do you know that I can also help? It's a, it's a great question. Who do you know about this or who do you know about that? If you're shy, if you're an introvert, I know just the word networking could make you squirm. <laughs> but even introverts need people and enjoy people. 
do it the way you're comfortable, but also when we're not comfortable, that's when we are growing. It's okay as an introvert or a shy person or somebody's never done networking before to do it anyway, because the people that you're networking with, not all of them are comfortable either. Some of them enjoy it. Some of them don't. And I bet you've been in situations where you went somewhere and didn't think you would enjoy it. And then you ended up enjoying it. But you don't get work, any kind of work without people. It takes people. No one gets hired by just walking in a company and now they're hired. (laughs) You have to talk to the HR people. A lot of Jobs are found by people we know already. Also, same with your business, with referrals. The best referrals are coming from people that you already know. I say wonderful people refer wonderful people. You do need people and you will have people. So that's, that is the thing of networking and making a list of the people that you want to network with. The other Thing that I think is a very important to write down is what are your self-limiting beliefs so you can release them and so you can let them go. And what is the opposite of that belief that you can train your mind and yourself to now think and now believe. I have dry erase boards around my house. They're actually decorative dry erase boards. One of them says, Where I focus is where my day will go. Another one is doing hard work versus inner work. And in this time in your life with starting over, your inner work is really important. What you think about yourself, your thoughts of if she can do this, so can I. That's what I want your thoughts to be, very positive thoughts. I have another thing on my board that says about the power of gratitude to always be thankful all day long for the little wins and the big wins, the little successes and the big successes. Like when I wake up in the morning and I go to my freezer and I'm, I'm putting ice, a lot of us, some of us have ice makers and I'm thankful for my ice maker. I'm thankful for clean water and it, thankfulness lifts our strength. It is so strengthening. I didn't really realize how strengthening gratitude and thanksgiving is. It's There's something that happens to us physiologically when we are grateful and we are thankful. Because when you're in this place of starting over, it's can be tempting, I almost want to say easier, but tempting to go into what I call the zombie zone. (laughs) To zombie out in front of the TV. To zombie out with video games. To zombie out with your iPad playing solitaire. It might be comfortable in the moment. And if you have to allow yourself to do that, just put a time limit on it. I did that after I got divorced and I was just devastated. I was so sad. I just felt like I could hardly lift anything, do anything. I would allow myself, okay, I'm going to sit and watch TV. But when, when the, 
when the commercial comes on, I'm going to get up and I'm going to empty the top part of the dishwasher. <laughs> something, something realistic that I could, I could do. And there are times that I would just have to take an hour at a time. Friend, you might have to do that in this place that you are in starting over is you just take an hour at a time. Also, write down what you want. What do you want? Know what you want. And you write those down and you you put them on your bathroom mirror. Having goals is important too. Long-term goals, short-term goals. Because when our minds are thinking about those goals, it goes into our subconscious and it helps us to, to get to work to where we want to end up. We are not going to allow ourselves to think, I'll never get there. That's too hard. It's going to take too long. For today, you tell yourself, in this moment, I am okay. I am alive. I am going to get there. And you think thoughts. You don't even sometimes have to believe them, but your thoughts will take you to a better place mentally and emotionally. There are times when I, you might've heard me say this before, and I'm going to keep saying it on, on my podcast. Know what you need to think about to interrupt negative thinking, to interrupt the ants, automatic negative thoughts, ants. <laughs> Who likes an ant bite, right? <laughs> so what thoughts can you think? What I do is I just in my mind, I think happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. I just think those. I don't even have to think about something happy to me. I just happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. I know Mel Robbins. She's a motivational speaker. And her interrupting thing is to think five, four, three, two, one, or you say out loud five, four, three, two, one to interrupt any negative thoughts or moods that don't serve you because they don't, they don't serve you. We want to have the kind of thoughts that are going to serve you in this time of starting over. I wanted to share these ideas with you, with the mentoring with the getting with people, with networking, with journaling, writing down your skills and your strengths and weaknesses and the taking inventory, putting in front of your eyes, your face, like on a dry erase board or just a piece of paper that you can tape on your wall of thoughts that you want to have, where you want to end up, knowing what you want. So it keeps you out of the zombie zone. <laughs> Put a deadline on your zombie zone. When you know that you're feeling down, you're feeling bummed, you're feeling depressed, that's because your thoughts are putting you there. Now, decide in five minutes, I'm getting out of this zombie zone. I'm special. I'm cherished. I'm loved. I'm treasured. Because you are, at least by me. And I believe your creator, God, made you for love. And love yourself too. You love yourself. You are an important person. 
You are special. There are wonderful things about you. You have a lot to offer this world, and this world is waiting for you. Save this podcast. (laughs) Download it. There's probably times that you will want to listen again about getting started in starting over. These new beginnings, what are some beginning points? What are some activities and plans you can do to get started and to look at this as an adventure? Starting over can be an adventure. And you're hearing a lot of stories of women who have been where you're at if you are in a place of financial hardship and where you were able to reach success because you will, you will reach success And I'm celebrating you all along the way. Bye for now. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, your host. See you next time on Women Starting Over.